0: You're tuned in to First Issue Club Podcast. Stick around for two seconds after this music comes back. Oh, oh, we're back, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for sticking around. That's what you call an intro. (laughs) Well, you're just tuned in to First Issue Club, a podcast where we... Take you on a magical journey ride. Or, those are two the same things. Magical journey ride. No, no, no. On a magical journey ride. Uh, Through uh, Comic Book World. We read first issues and we invite you along. We're a reading club. And uh, we make it easier to read comics. Like, every week we read the first of something and we talk about it. So it's like every week you could start a new journey.
1: Slash ride. With us. (laughs) A ride journey. Yeah. Think of us as the seatbelt that holds you in on the magical journey ride of comic books. We are your free Uber that you have a 50% chance of dying in. And we take you to
0: frozen custard. (laughs) But we have Tic Tacs in the back.
1: I've never been offered anything in an Uber. You haven't? No. I've been offered sex, Tic Tacs, water. Okay, first of all, I think what everybody wants to know about Tic Tacs, what flavor were they? Ooh, orange, which is why. why I don't care. Sex, you were offered (laughs) sex in an Uber? Yes.
0: Um was it the driver? Uh yeah. But the driver was what? was in the trunk. He got out and he went in the trunk and he said and he like pushed the whole you know, like you can push the uh, yeah the armrest and he said, You wanna have sex? And oh, I, okay. So it was like that's <laughs> his second business. Like he had a back room. Yeah. And I was like, No, I I actually just ordered a ride. And he's like, Oh other and he switched apps. <laughs> he thought I was on Fet Life. <laughs> what like, is that? He had like a ball gag. Uh that's like a it's like a fetish thing. Fet life? Fet life. Yes.
1: I want to download that now.
2: <laughs> I'm at this point where I just never know where Budget King is bullshitting or telling a real story or what.
1: <laughs> you you live just an amazing life filled with characters. Yep. And adventures. That's what it's like to lie to yourself.
2: <laughs> well, well, we've got the normal cast of characters. Unfortunately, Caitlin could not make it this week. We miss you, Caitlin. Uh, but before we get going, I wanted to ask you guys um, if you heard much about the uh, the Second Coming that was going to come out on Vertigo. That's the title of a comic book, The Second Coming. It was a story about Jesus coming back and being the sidekick of a superhero.
0: What? That sounds awesome.
2: Sounds pretty fun, right? Yeah. Well, uh, an online petition was created um, that is, I I guess, a website that's specifically catered to petitions surrounding religious things, specifically conservative Christian values. Yeah. And they got a lot of signatures and were, like, bombing DC with tons of emails on uh, people saying, you know, why we don't think this should be um, published. It disgraces our faith and yada yada. (laughs) DC Uh, called the book off.
1: Get the fuck
2: out of here. Yeah.
1: That's horseshit. They called the
2: book off. Why?
1: Also, it's not disgracing your faith. It's actually kind
0: of promoting it. I thought you were going to well, say that liberals got mad and shut it down. This
2: is a thing that the guy said where he was like, I, and I think if you hear this a lot from people who are taking on subjects of characters that in the media may not be someone you necessarily like root for. Yeah. But, uh, I think even if you're anti-something, in order to write a good story about it, you gotta have to, you kind of have to have compassion for like that side of the story. Like in the Book of Mormon, like obviously those guys take a, a funny look at Mormonism, but at the same time, there's some real emotion and heart behind that story. If you've if totally. you've seen that, and so, and the guys the guy who wrote this said the same thing about. About this story that it wasn't just like a complete goof, but he's he's using Jesus in a sense to take a look at modern Christianity and the um, how the values have been changed from, you know, what Christ's initial intent might have been. Right. Like he respects like uh, Jesus is like a philosopher and religious character, but doesn't necessarily like how it's used uh in today's world, just for like political means,
1: I, I mean, has the Bible been on the New York's bestseller list? I, I don't know. I think, well, yeah, you're right. I don't know.
0: I was gonna surmise that it's the num- most sold book every year. Every year? You think
1: every year it just smashes everything? Yeah, I definitely. would. Have, uh, yeah, I would. just have... rebuying the Bible
2: <laughs> w- when? you get I My mean, when my wife and I got married. We were gifted at least five Bibles. Oh, Same. my
1: God. Yeah. That's going to be on Caitlin and I's invitations. Save your Bibles. No Bibles. Give us the money. Yeah. I got this giant anagram
0: Bible that weighs, like, 50 pounds in my basement. That uh, is that worth money? Uh, It's anagram with our names on it? Like, monogrammed. Oh, fuck.
2: Oh, okay. What's an
0: anagram? Oh, I know what an anagram is. It's mon- I know. What it's, is it? It's a monogram. Is an anagram like a... Like, I say the letters for something, <laughs> like, to to remember. Or that, that that's a mnemonic device. That's a mnemonic device. Okay. What is an
1: anagram? And I'm more concerned
0: and,
2: about and, and that now a, than what's an, an Like, NASA is an anagram.
0: That's an anagram. Okay, yeah. Got it. That's not an acronym? That's an acronym. Then so, what's an so anagram? So none of us, let's confirm this. None of us know what an
1: anagram is. I don't know what an anagram is. I know what a is. bananagram is. So <laughs> it's What like, is it? It's the game.
2: So, I know <laughs> yeah, what a
1: telegram is.
2: If NASA isn't an anagram, then Budget King was right on what an anagram is. Which is? Like, my dear Aunt Sally sort of shit, right?
0: But we said that that's a mnemonic device. Fucking someone get their goddamn (laughs) space (laughs) phone and look up anagram. (laughs) I don't
2: think that's a mnemonic device.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay. A word-phraser name formed by rearranging the letters of another, such as cinema formed from Iceman.
1: That's an anagram? <laughs> That's
2: funny that the first example that came up was related to comic books. Yeah.
1: I thought that was a jumble. <laughs> That's what I call them. L-
2: we need to retire the word anagram and just replace it with jumble. Thank you. Yeah. So here's one thing that the creator of this book had said that uh, DC have been professionals throughout. Yeah. Um, they were getting blasted, decided to release the book, but they did offer him the rights to maintain uh, ownership of the book. Oh, okay. Completely. So the book got essentially released to him for no cost. And he can take it to an independent publisher now and just publish that book. So he says they've been awesome. He's going to go to an indie pub and release the same book that he would have before. It's
1: already got, like, so much press. If I'm Image, I'm all the fuck over that. Oh, totally. uh, If I'm DC, I'm fucking shooting myself in the head for letting this go. Here's what I'm really puzzled by. Here's what I'm really anagrammed by. Yeah, me too. Jumbled. D.C. stands for Disowned Christ. Do they not know that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I really got you. That
1: was, that
0: was good. Here's a point
2: Whew. Here's a point that the people who made the petition make okay, yes. uh, that I, I want your guys' input on. Gladly. Would D.C. comics publish similar content about other religious leaders such as Muhammad or Buddha? And sure, I think for,
0: uh, probably not actually.
2: I don't think they would, and yeah. and I think to to us it's like we, we look at other uh, cultures and nationalities and and maybe as people who aren't uh, heavy believers, <laughs> we we maybe respect outsiders' beliefs more than we respect the faiths that like we once were. Tied to being raised Catholic, right? So, I kind of get that perspective. Yeah, I do in the sense. But that we that we hold other cultures, religions dear, and pay respect to people believing what they believe. But kind of.
1: Um, oh, we just got a notification that Old Guard, yeah, from Image, is going to be turned into a Netflix movie with Charlize Theron.
2: Oh, no kidding! Really? Yeah.
1: Is she going to play the lead? I don't know if she's going to play the lead or not, but she's definitely in it. She's awesome.
2: I love her. Me too. She's very versatile.
1: Yeah. Do you guys ever watch Young Adult? Uh, yes. Yeah. With her and Patton Oswalt. Oh my God, that movie is amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. Mike, if you have not seen it, do yourself a favor. I she's in uh, I Monster too, doesn't she? She is Monster. She's the Monster from Monsters Ball. Nope.
0: Monster. I got that wrong. I think she's called Monster. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Two is, different movies.
0: Is she Atomic Blonde too? No. Yep. Oh, she is. Hmm. Man, look at that
1: name and shit. <laughs> Naming things a person has been in.
2: <laughs> uh, speaking of comic books being shows, uh, what's the reception of Umbrella Academy been?
1: I can speak from this firsthand. Caitlin and I watched the entire series in a day. In one day? In one day. How many episodes? I want to say like 12 or 13. Oh, wow. Are they half an hour? No. Oh, fuck, one day? Well, that was, like, our anniversary gift. Because in, here in here in Missouri, it was super snowy, so we were snowed in. Yeah, this is
2: true. Mm-hmm. So There's, like, nowhere to go. Yeah. Everyone was, like, locked inside.
1: So we had previously, like, bought food to, like, kind of stay in and nest a little bit. Yep. And then it snowed, and we we're like, well, this worked out wonderfully. So we fucking binged the shit out of that, and it is fucking awesome. I saw three people on my Facebook
0: talk about the love for it. They just like how amazing it was. I think they binged it all. Um, almost, I think, two of the three had no idea it was a comic book. Oh, really? No kidding. That's yeah. awesome. And then the other person who had, like, a loose idea was, like, I'm ordering the books right now. And I wanted to be like, oh, which uh, which arc <laughs> are you doing? <laughs> uh, be sure to get the uh, uh, free comic book day one because that's the true origin. Right. And, uh, then, and then I also wanted to be like, do you know My Chemical Romance wrote this? <laughs> Not the whole band, just the one guy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I just want to see the
1: whole band in the studio, just like, okay, what mm. does Pogo do next? <laughs> but it's good. Uh, it's it's really in- enjoyable. Every episode fucking slaps. Like really, okay, it hits on every level. Like it, with the Marvel movies, they ran into that whole thing where like mid-season, it was kind of a trudge to get through some episodes. You're
2: talking about Agents of Shield.
1: I'm talking Agents of Shield. I'm talking Daredevil. I'm talking Jessica oh, Jones. Sure, Luke Cage. It any of those episodes. There was that one or two episodes, if you're Iron Fist, the entire first season where <laughs> it just didn't click on the cylinder. I
2: wholeheartedly agree with that. I feel like I've taken heat from other fans who like love those seasons of the shows so much, but even my favorite seasons of those Netflix Marvel shows, right? Like they they're di- just they dip, they're like four episodes too long. Yeah. They need to like cut out some of the middle of those where they just exactly. they just meander for a while towards the end.
1: Yeah, I did not experience that with this show.
2: Oh <laughs> you know what I heard the trigger might be? Oh what? what? Let's get this Let's podcast get this started started. started, started, started.
0: got Sharky, the bounty hunter, out on Image Comics by Mark Millar and Simone Bianchi. Uh, So, this is one of those Netflix shows. Um, It's going to be a Netflix show. I think it's a short run. I think it's like a one of four. And we essentially have Han Solo, who looks like he jumped out of a porno and he's uh, purple. And That's it, actually. It's really just Han
2: Solo. Can I ask a question before we get too far into this book itself? Yes. More on the Millar universe and the Netflix deal? Yeah. I haven't seen or heard anything about any of these books being an actual production. Like, this is the, what, fourth one? Yeah. Yeah. Where the fuck are the other shows? Like, like, Huck came out, what, like two years ago? Mm Mm-hmm. And they knew they were going to make it a Netflix show. Is Netflix making good on this? Well, I don't know
1: if when Huck originally came so, out, they knew they were going to make it into a Netflix show.
2: Oh, really?
0: Huck is not part of that deal. This is yeah, it is. Well, so yes, Huck is being made, but it's not part of the and deal. always taking it back. It's not part of the deal where it's like you we're going to put it in production, then you are going to release the comic. They signed a handful of those. Magic yeah. Magic Order is one of those. Sharky and there is going to be more, and I think there is prodigy.
1: A, prodigy. Yeah, but you're right. How the fuck are they going to make all of these? Well, I feel like some of them are going to be easier to make than others. Prodigy will probably be an easier one.
2: Huck will probably be an easier one.
1: Yeah. I don't know how the fuck they're going to make this book because
2: I don't know what the fuck yeah, is Yeah, it's all on. aliens in outer space.
1: Yeah.
0: So, But here's here's my thing. Does that?
2: I can't wait for this fucking. <laughs> yeah. Take. Well, it's sit, not.
0: <laughs> sit back, everyone, because no, this is it, going it, to be it, a take. Here we go. <laughs> it's not that good. I, I, I just think if I'm if I'm Netflix, I can't actually believe that selling a comic book before the show is going to do jack shit for my show. Like it might build build hu- build hype, but it's not like. I don't know. Maybe it's small potatoes for them to like just do a marketing campaign like that.
2: It probably doesn't cost them much of anything at all. And, in the grand scheme of things. And it's probably just, like, I think Netflix famously invests in just crazy things to s- just see how they work. Yeah. And this is one of those things.
0: I think the thing that sucks about it as a comic book collector is it, like, makes these comics
2: valueless. Because they print so many of them, and there's hype surrounding well, it. Well, and there's right. yeah, there's
0: no excitement. Like, you don't get to find out this is going to yep. be a show. It's fucking slapped with Netflix. There's even a goddamn Punisher ad in this comic book. Wrong publisher, Netflix. <laughs>
1: Also, that show's not around anymore. <laughs> yeah, it did get canceled.
0: Oh yeah, weird that they're. Pro- I mean, I guess you could stream the first season. Yeah, it's still on there. Yeah,
1: yeah. That that is funny that there's a Marvel ad. There was
0: there was a person, a middle management marketing person like me, that was working at Netflix and was like, "Ah, what print ad do we have for this? Oh, we got
2: Punisher. Throw it on that dumb, weird thing that we're doing." Here's my thing though. I have a lot of people at my office who are just like oh, have you been watching the like blah, blah, blah comic book show on this thing? And I know for a fact that none of those people read those comics or knew that those were comics before having watched the show. And I think there's a built-in audience for fantasy stuff and people are maybe just more likely to watch something that they heard got adapted from a comic book.
0: Case in point, uh, my wife is going with, four of her women friends to okay. see the premiere of uh, Captain Marvel. No kidding. Yeah. That's dope. Because um, it was like a random thing that got like happened or whatever. Uh-huh. And they're all excited. I think none of them, not to discredit them, like have, because this is me included, have a really good idea of anything about this besides that it's like a female superhero.
2: Yep. But that's important, I think. They got
0: that at least. Yeah. yeah. But they don't, do you think they need to know that it's like who Jude Law is in it, and like why? The character you and this played? is technically Miss Marvel that becomes Captain Marvel. Like, does any of that matter? No, none. They don't need to know any of the origin story. They just know superhero Marvel. Okay.
1: Well, let's be fair. This will be an origin story. Yeah. I mean, so they'll, I, it'll, I, it'll by be the way, I'm not I'm not
0: criticizing it. that in the slightest. Right. Like, I think that's a perfect way to jump into things. It just kind of blows my mind. Like. I wouldn't go see a comic book movie unless I, like, at least knew a little bit about where the backstory was.
2: Uh, I feel like you got the audience that just wants to go to an action movie. Cool. And yep. then people who are into it, too. It's just, like, fun popcorn movie. Yeah. It's going
0: to be great. I think that movie's going to be amazing.
2: I'm really stoked for it. Did you hear, like, a bunch of incels are, uh, are you, yes. like, dogging it on Rotten, Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes? tomatoes <laughs> trying to bring down the score. This Yeah. You
1: fucking let them perfect. When this thing makes a billion dollars, <laughs> I'll shut the fuck up. The uh the the online embargo for reviewers uh was taken down 2 days ago and like so like uh reviews have been trickling in and people are losing their minds over it. Really? Oh, like think it's good? Yeah. I I love that. Like act- legitimate that reviewers that this is their <laughs> livelihood like us. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're hired by mm-hmm. uh, publications to basically, basically do re- this podcast. Review things. Yeah. yeah,
2: we're we're otherwise unsullied by sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, that's the Sorry, one thing. Coca Cola.
0: <laughs> that's my life goal is to be
1: sullied. <laughs> I want to be unsullied. To <laughs> be fair, you, you really
2: get sullied. Me fucked that. by that pilot that landed a plane on the Hudson. Oh yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> I got Sully. Okay. Well, you can't because he's I, dead. I I'm was the captain silly. now. He's dead.
0: Yeah, he died of a heart attack. You're shitting
2: me, Tom really? H- Tom
0: Hanks is dead. No, Sully, the the actual pilot. Okay, is the guy that goes, "I'm the captain now," is that guy
1: dead? The actor?
0: Yeah. No, he's alive. The person that's on
1: the plane and oh like. Oh my god, I can't. It's not a plane. What's you're happening. think you're doing two different movies on purpose <laughs> to aggravate no, me. No, my brain is like. Fucked up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs>
1: my brain's all whacked out,
2: man. <laughs> Go back to junior high. Um,
0: all right, Sharky, the bounty hunter. You, you guys like my joke that this is just a porno guy? I mean, look at him. Sh- oh, it's like
1: Burt Reynolds. But
2: yeah. yeah, right. He's got this like Burt Reynolds. But Burt Reynolds didn't, sha- didn't
0: shave his head. Like I think the shaved head thing just screams porno to me. He jumped out of a porno. And he's having sex with, like, a robot or a like
2: monster truck
1: monster yeah, lady. female transformer.
2: Yeah, in the future, people want to turn into robots. hmm I like that comic books are being progressive and giving nods to a uh, transgender audience and gender nonconforming people, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like in the future... It's taken to an extent, in sci-fi anyway, where people are like, I want to get turned into a car, or I want to get turned into a porpoise, (laughs) (laughs) and they have the technology to do that, but it seems like it belittles the conversation surrounding, like... Gender. You know what I mean? I completely agree. Obviously, isn't it gonna lead to a place where people are gonna be like, I wanna be a fucking motorcycle someday. That's how I identify. You know,
0: that's a really good point. I I, hate it. I actually was thinking, like, oh, isn't that progressive because they're using it as a metaphor in the future? Or That's
2: probably the intention here. Yeah. But it grosses me out because it's pretty I I think you see this pretty common in sci fi books. Totally. And I mean the main thing that happens in sci
0: fi books is like the uh, D- devulsion of morals, and that like, yeah, sex with anything and orgies are kind of just rampant, things like that, and then and then even you're right to like make that synonymous with like, oh, I want to be a robot now as a metaphor for tra- for uh, trans stuff. Yeah, is is
1: very patronizing. Yeah, yeah. it almost seems like uh, tone deaf. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just like it sounds like something like a drunk uncle would say during a holiday, just like, oh, what's next, people. Uh, people want to become like cars or something. This <laughs> is like, god damn it! Which have you guys ever watched the documentary on the meclophilia?
0: No, no. The people that fuck cars. Oh, it is riveting. <laughs> Wait, so the, what do they fuck? Um, besides the car. My get, I kind of thought they put their dick in the uh, gas ex- pipe. Ex- ex- exhaust pipe. Oh, exhaust but pipe. They, or, um, but a lot of people were, They would go into things like uh, this guy had this a hard on for this helicopter. And he like snuck into the showroom, and he rubs his dick on it, yeah, and they then ha- he gets kicked out. um there's a lot of a lot of I think it's just a lot of dick rubbing on the car, oh okay, but there is they have found for this documentary at least five or six people that wanna fuck cars, no shit,
1: and it's Ophelia. I if, love it, yeah, what's the name of this? Uh, movie? I think just for a friend <laughs> <laughs> i I knew that that was a fetish, like. Being yep. attracted to uh, objects, mm-hmm. like I know that there's a documentary where people are like sexually attracted to like certain buildings, oh, and, like cool. Ferris wheels yeah. and stuff like that. I felt that. You felt that? <laughs> I mean, I feel that. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, interesting.
2: Yeah. I I I'll, I'm gonna go ahead and say that like I want to be clear that this wasn't like a huge point of this comic to say that like everyone in the future has like a boner for turning into a machine, but it's just something that generally in sci-fi I've noticed happens a bunch. It's pretty negligible here.
0: Yeah. I think this comic is supposed to be goofy in some ways, or like, not goofy, but supposed to be a little bit lighthearted.
2: Your comparison to Han Solo at the top of this I think is very apt. It's not something I initially thought of, but it's definitely a character with some swagger who doesn't take himself or anyone else too seriously, but at the same time, we 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 get plenty of nods to him having a heart, which is very Han oh, Solo esque. Totally, yeah. That and, like he and, tries to have a hard exterior, but and it's he's a sweet down guy. on his
0: luck, so he needs to like walk that line of getting money. Mm-hmm. Um, so and he's a bounty hunter, which I guess is not what Han Solo is, but Han Solo is just a transporter. He's a
2: smuggler. He's a smuggler. He's a, right. Yeah. Yeah. You we can lump them into bounty it's hunters. It's both crime, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah, it, it it felt very similar to that. I mean, he's, he's riding in an ice cream truck. Maybe it's an uh, it's an, like homage.
1: Uh, oh, I'm sure there's uh, playful stealing from mm-hmm. <laughs> Star Wars in this. Oh, like
2: his wrecked old ship is supposed to be like a... The Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon, yeah.
0: Here's the thing about this book, too. I would watch the shit out of this show. Mm-hmm. Like, just aesthetically kind of fun and stuff. I think it's, like, super aesthetically done really well. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I need to read it in a comic book because it doesn't really do a ton of things that are original for a comic book.
2: Yeah, I get that. God, you know what I'm just thinking of? Hmm. There's a green bounty hunter that he shoots in a, can- in like a cantina, which is just like Greedo. Holy but, shit. But this bounty hunter shooting first, which like hunt, hunt shot <laughs> first. Uh so similar to Han Solo. Yeah. Okay, one thing that I thought was unique. Except for this guy fucks. Yeah, this guy fucks. Hard. Han Solo fucks. Han Solo fucks for sure. It was implied that that guy yeah. uh gets it on. So one unique thing I think about this yes. was oh my god. As I'm saying this, I'm having a moment where I'm like other Harrison Ford character. There is Indiana Jones? a little boy sidekick in this. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that is very much Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think about, like, a little kid as a sidekick?
1: Um, I do- feel like it's, like, a, a way for, like, the antihero, which is Sharky in this, to kind of... Endear
2: himself to us?
1: Yeah, and, like, he probably sees this little kid getting his childhood stolen away, just like he probably got his
2: childhood stolen away. Do they allude to that? Do we get, like, an idea of his backstory? No, we don't. Much? No. We, know we make he was, it up. We know that he was in a war. Yeah. And then found himself... Like Han Solo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's a tattoo that brands him
1: as good. Well, the kid actually infers that. Oh, okay. Because, like, his, I guess the kid had his... Jesus Christ. The kid's dad had the tattoo of the same Marine Corps that... Um, Got it. ...Sharky was in.
2: Oh, I gotcha. This could be a thing, too, where... You watch the show, and such and such character turns out being this guy in the comic book, and that kind of fills in some blanks for you. Like, these are probably being written but, uh, very quickly and concisely. But
0: that's not how I read comics. No, I, it, you're 100% you know, right. Like, that's not
2: how comics should be written in order, with the anticipation that you're going to watch a show to pay it off. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Uh, yeah, I would watch, I, I stand by, I would watch the hell out of this show.
1: I... Lukewarm on on the comic book itself. Does Netflix even have the money anymore to make a show like this? This seems like it'd be very CGI heavy.
2: When's the Netflix bubble gonna friggin' burst? Yeah, you guys. I
1: think we are on the cusp. Stock tip. I'll uh, tell you
2: what though. I've had that Netflix subscription for fucking ever. That's subby. The, I think they you could still raise DVDs to your house. No way. I've never done the DVD <laughs> Me subscription. Either. They can. They could raise the price on that considerably. You I would, wouldn't bat a yeah. lash at it. I use Netflix so much.
1: Bon. What are I, you guys paying for Netflix? I pay ten oh. ninety nine. Well
0: that something like that. The little I get like a new porno every month on Shh. DVD
1: from it. So it's like forty. They don't do porno, do nah.
0: they? I, I bet they would. I think they have a deep catalog. Um they don't though. And I think I pay like seventeen bucks, fourteen bucks.
2: Do you get like the H D
0: one? No. No. Why is mine more than
2: yours? I pay more so it can be uh, watched on multiple that might be what I devices for. at once. I pay more just because I love the product. Same. <laughs> oh, well, good for you. <laughs> they actually told me to pay $5. and I was like, you get 14 <laughs>
1: Absolutely
2: not. <laughs> Can everyone give a uh, streaming, a Netflix show recommendation before we go? Mm, yeah.
0: Sure. Um, does it have to be a Netflix show or just a streaming show? Streaming show. I've been really digging this show called Pen15. That's oh, on
2: Hulu. So good. Yeah. I haven't
1: something. watched it yet. It is really good. Yeah, it's Uh, about a
2: couple teenagers who are played by played by thirty year olds, and the supporting cast is like eighth graders. Yeah, (laughs) like they're like actually cast as like little kids, so it's so funny to see them just plopped in the middle. But as I guess a nice nod to the show, you don't sometimes you get lost in the fact that they're actually thirty year olds because the story is so riveting,
0: and it is the right amount of like emo middle school like it sometimes yeah. will remind me of the, that movie Eighth Grade mm-hmm. um, and then it's just like just so funny it reminds me of the first time of watching Freaks and Geeks
2: it, it also reminds me of Kirby Your Enthusiasm in that some of the situations they end up in are so uncomfortable that it's almost hard to watch <laughs> yes. that you're just like yeah. I'm reliving the situation like I just don't want to be that kid right now
1: um, you guys know who's writing that right? no uh Lonely Island. Oh. So Andy Sandberg and Yorma and um They
2: wrote Pen fifteen? Yeah. You wanna know I uh, had no like the idea.
1: Ex- they're like they helped write it and like
0: they're like the executive producers. One of no my kidding. um ex students edited three episodes of it.
1: No joke. Wow, That's cool. cool.
0: She's at a production house in LA and she's an editor
1: now. Small world. Mm-hmm. How that?
0: Did you fail that particular student? <laughs> she was like far and away the best student. She didn't, she learned nothing in my class. She already knew everything she needed to know. <laughs> She's a fabulous person. If I,
2: if I could recommend a show, I was texting you guys the other day. I watched all of Russian Doll over Ooh. the course of a couple days. Yeah. Holy shit. I loved that show. I really need to watch that. To relate it back to comic books, did you watch it? PK? No. No, I had, just your recommendation really made me want to watch it. It, there was aspects of it that kind of reminded me of the comic book Sex Criminals. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to spoil anything for you guys. Uh, if you're into dark comedies, watch that show. It's on Netflix? It's on Netflix. So good. It's only like eight episodes, I think. So it's a quick, it's not a huge investment for you.
1: Hmm. And then uh, we finished that and we went back to Arrested Development.
2: Oh, which I wanna rewatch because they're doing a new a new season. New season at the end of the at the end of March, I think.
1: Man, that show has been dead and resurrected so many times. I love it. It's so good. It's so good.
0: You you know you know a question that you posed uh, two weeks ago that has been just knocking around in my head? Huh. You said nobody likes to talk about comics more than me.
2: Who, Who is that a question?
0: No, it's not, actually. Maybe you lifted it at the end. Nobody likes
1: to talk about comic books more than me? No, it was... I uh, know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. What did it he say? It was after the episode was yeah. over, and you were in our little hut room, sending it off to Matt, and we were just spitballing. And he goes, I love comics.
0: He's like, And then he goes, I think I like to talk about comics the most out of this podcast. That is what you said. I
2: said that? Yeah. Was and I drunk? Th- we were drunk.
0: Yeah, we were drunk. you may have been. <laughs> we were drunk. Um... <laughs> But I was just like, I was thinking about that a lot, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I mean, we all like to talk about comic books, but but maybe Mike does like
1: to talk about them the most <laughs> we yeah, we are in a room of people that do not shut the fuck up about comic books, which is why we had to start this goddamn show,
2: right. Everything has to be a contest to me, so I just like to throw statements like that out there.
1: <laughs> so now we know that D has us ranked. Mm-hmm. In one way or the other, and he is yep. comic book talker number one, yep. numero uno. But also, I've been reflecting
0: on that I'm the weird one, which I'm okay with. I yeah. feel like that's your brand. Yeah, but it's you being w- slowly diverged it so to well.
2: budget king over our text chains. Chains that he's the which, he's the fucking. And weirdo.
0: I, I will be, I'll be honest <laughs> with you, is like, I don't see myself that way, which I think makes myself weirder. Is that this is just honestly me. I'm just being me. (laughs) This is who I am, Dad.
1: Yep. (laughs) You can't not know. (laughs) All right, now we have High Level from uh, Sheridan and Baginda. Um, I thought, and I was talking to Mike D about this, this is what Sharky the Bounty Hunter wanted to be. Absolutely. But by the way, this is on Vertigo. Did you say that? No, I didn't. But uh, this is on Vertigo. First issue of this comic. Um thanks for saying the
0: number of it. It I'm that I'm the meme that's like the college guy sitting at the table and it says uh Sharky the Bounty Hunter is high level.
1: Prove me wrong. Uh I I can't because they are the same goddamn book.
0: They are the same fucking said, book. Essentially, point- she's
1: not a bounty hunter per se. She might be
0: a smuggler, but she might be a smuggler. <laughs> and she takes a fucking kid across space. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. That's a storyline in this. That's like, how do they not do this is like Independence Day and uh whatever the fuck movie came out that was like it. Armageddon. Or like Yeah yeah, okay. Okay. I see the comparisons. Aren't there that ha- this happens a lot in cinema where there's like the two similar movies that get released at the same time? Yeah, the right. Prestige was one of them. There we go. And the
2: magician. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. yes. There we go.
0: That's the better one. Uh and so yeah. I, I I, this has to be on purpose, right? No. I don't think it's on purpose. There's they no knew way. they knew a big giant ass uh, bounty hunter book was gonna go, then the biggest no, no, fake, no. fake independent publisher publishes the same book, but okay. it's a
1: female. First of all, high level was so far superior that they've been working on this book for a minute. Like, you, this was not rushed because some bigwig in Vertigo slash DC was just like, did you hear the news from Image? They're making a book about a bounty hunter. Turn her into a female. Yeah. <laughs> Shave <laughs> half of her head. <laughs> like, this was, I think this is just a weird coincidence, to be, to be honest. Ugh. And maybe they're just both relying on tropes that have been so established that it just, the stars aligned and they both came out at the same time, and it's just like, oh, Fuck fuck fuck. <laughs>
0: Honestly, whatever this storyline is, like, you could give it to me 30 times. I'd give it a B plus every week.
1: Like, I'm not gonna be mad on it, but I'm not gonna be in love with it. That's true. Mike, Mike handed me this book and he goes, read it real quick. I read it in about five minutes. because Greg's a quick reader, by the way. Yeah, very quick. Just so you guys know. And it it, it is long. There's a lot of story here, a lot of mm-hmm. backstory. Uh I fucking just high praises for this book. I I can't believe it was so good. And the artwork in it is
2: bananas. The artwork's amazing. I can't stress that enough. That the worlds that are
1: built here, the way that the story is told, just the aesthetic of it all, like, it just clicked on every cylinder. I'll me. tell you this. I agree.
0: I liked it a lot. Do not read it right after you read Sharky the Bounty Hunter because it is going to ruin it for you
2: and (laughs) another thing i'll add is don't read it after you've just read very long comic books because i was just ready for i was like cut out the middle for me and that's just an issue i have with long comics right that sometimes they just seem like they meander in the middle and i'm like get to the point i'm reading a comic book
0: that meandering, though, is what I liked about this. Is it? Because that was the actual character develop- character development that was missing in Sharky the Bounty Hunter. Yep. I felt like I got to know her. Um, and, like, I kind of understood her plight a little bit. That's true. And I liked that. Um, I thought they did a good job with kind of, like, her uh, sexual fluidity um, happening.
2: Yeah, there's a little quote on the cover from A, lowercase I, P, T. What the fuck does that stand for? Apt. Is that an, an anagram? <laughs> Maybe it's an anagram. It's a telegram. <laughs> it's a banana gram. For PETA. Um, <laughs> vividly rendered punk. Cool and captivating. Do you agree with that?
1: Which I are I am always hesitant when mm. I see reviews like that. Let's
2: say something's punk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just because she has a shaved part of her head. Yeah. You want to know
1: punk? Listen to this fucking podcast, bitch. Well, punk is subjective, (laughs) honestly.
2: But yeah, let's get into that (laughs) conversation. Speak on that. Punk is subjective.
1: I think, I think when people say punk or (laughs) punk rock, they (laughs) imagine like fucking Sex Pistols, Sex Pistols, and leather and like buttons all over you or whatever. But I feel like punk is more of an attitude and or like a philosophy of just like doing things yourself, doing things that. Uh, it's a work ethic
2: yeah Yeah, it's not something that we purchased at a store unfortunately it can
1: (laughs) but yeah I think the main philosophy of it was just like be who you are be creative be whoever you want to be fuck yuppies (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and just go at it your own way fuck the
0: pursuit of money for money's sake
2: Yeah, this, this comic book definitely has a theme of fuck yuppies I think like high level is this uh astute part of the world mm-hmm. that is higher society. And she's just like, I'm not interested in being any part of that.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. She's like,
2: I prefer the slums where like, I'm with like real people. Okay. Who don't care about yeah. ac- accelerating themselves into this upper echelon of yeah. society,
1: which may or may not be uh, like the chosen place. Cause there's different rumors going around and we see a couple of her friends Given yeah. the different well, interpretations. In or... the fucking kid that she gets.
2: Oh, the kid is it, from high it's level. It's an ascended high level. Of... Yeah. <laughs>
1: Do you guys
0: have anything else to say about high level? You didn't convince me that it's not sharky, but you did convince me to like it.
1: So, half job. So, high level is like, okay, high level is um, To Kill a Mockingbird. We'll say. For this analogy. Get the fuck out of here. For this analogy, we're going to say oh, okay, high okay, level okay. is okay, okay. To Kill a Mockingbird. So like a cl- classic piece of literature. Sharky is the cliff notes to To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay. Yes.
0: Uh, there was more number ones that came out this week. Check them out on our YouTube if you don't know that we have that. Um, we're going to talk about more stuff there. Uh, we've been doing that a little bit. So um, mosey on over there. Give us a sub. And last week, we
2: did uh, My Boyfriend is a Bear on the podcast, and we didn't talk about the first issues that came out this past week. But but your, Mike D. did. boy Mike D. ran through I, about five first issues I bought. I got to say, I loved that. Oh, thank you. It was yeah, very sweet I, of you. Really, really great. I really, I really enjoyed it. it was I fun. love talking about comic books, probably more than you guys. <laughs> I so think, it I was think easy for me to just riff on it to myself in a room in front of an iPhone.
1: No, you did, you did really good. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> you convinced me that you love comic books more than me. Thank if it was you. ranked, it would be Mike D, everyone else, Budget King, Greg. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like everyone else in the world. Everyone else in the world. We're really unqualified. Yeah. We just have access to the studio. Yeah. Remember when we started this podcast and we talked about our
1: qualifications? That's kind of out the window. Did we? I honestly haven't listened to the older episodes. We're Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. One we'll more, listen to the first five one more episodes.
2: Evolved. Oh, God. I don't think I could listen no, to the I, first my, five I again. haven't matured yet, so my voice
1: is a lot higher. That's true. So that's kind of weird. Um. <laughs> a, don't worry. That will be cut immediately. So. <laughs> Case in point, I'm the weird one. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. It's is first issue club podcast. Um, we recorded in KCR 89.3 Studios. We are part of the Fountain City Frequency family of podcasts. Our music is from Primary Color Music. And uh, we are edited by Matt Hodap, who is a
1: good person. I think that's all from us uh, this episode. That sounds right. Um, yeah. I had a good time talking great. comic books with y'all. I had a great time. Uh, hopefully you guys had a good time listening. Uh, if you have any Conflicting comments or questions about the comic books that we covered or different opinions Let us know. We are on all the social medias Twitter, Facebook We got some YouTube videos coming out which are going to be really fun Heck yeah uh, That's it for me guys. You got anything else to say? Nope. Just that uh, we're going to cover
0: some other books Some first issues that didn't come out this week on our YouTube channel um, So go there for extra content
1: Because it's all about you, the
2: audience people and truer words have never been spoken ever <laughs> bye everyone see ya First Issue Club is a proud member of the Fountain City Frequency family of podcasts we recorded out of Kansas City KCUR Studios 89.3 we are edited and produced by Matt Hodapp our music is courtesy of Primary Color Music